Hello and welcome back to the TTPA, Tatani Talks Pirkei Avos, the year where we talk a Mishnah of Pirkei Avos per day with sagely commentary and practical advice to say. We are looking at chapter 3, paragraph 7, Parag Gimel Mishnah Zion here on the season 6 of the TTPA with the wonderful Mishnah elucidated in the phrases of the translation and the commentary here by the wonderful Sefer and book by Arsko Rabbi Lezer, Ishbar Tosa Omer, Tain Lo Mishalom, Sha'ata Veshelcha Shalom. So two different elements going on in this Mishnah. The Mishnah talks about how Rabbi Elazar, leader of Bartosa, says, Give God what is His by giving of yourself and your possessions to do His will, because you and what belongs to you are really His. We talked about this in one of the other Shi'urim, that we are really just a guardian. We're like the executor of a will, the estate planner, the estate executor, to give out things that that we are supposed to. Shem gives us things to take care of. He gives us materials to use with, and our time and our money we're supposed to give out for tzedakah and chesed and mitzvahs in our life. Give of yourself and your things, because they are really belonging to Hashem. The notes point out you have no right to refrain from using your body and possessions for mitzvahs because it all belongs to God in any event, so you are not giving away anything that is yours, Rav points out. Body includes a person's time, energy, and talents. Thus, for example, if someone was blessed with intelligence, strength, or a good voice, he should realize that it was meant to be used in the service of heaven, as the Pharisees all points out. God made a person the manager of his body and wealth. He is allowed to take for himself what he needs, but he must use the rest for whatever the owner wants, such as giving to the poor. The analogy may be drawn to a king who gives someone a thousand coins and says, Keep a hundred for yourself and distribute the rest to my other subjects. Anyone would be thrilled to be blessed in this way. Likewise, we should be grateful that God provides us with a livelihood. We should feel privileged that God gave us the means to help others. We have no reason to feel proud of ourselves for giving charity because that is the very purpose for which we were entrusted with the money in the first place as Rabbi Niona points out. This teaching is especially fitting for Rabbi Lazar, leader of Bartos, the Gemara Tanis relates that on 24a, whenever he saw charity collectors, he would give them all the money he had with them. The collectors would even hide when they saw him coming so that he would not be left penniless, as Maganavas points out. So give of yourself and your things to Hashem. They're really His to begin with. Similarly, in a prayer stated by King David, it says in Devirayamim, Since everything is from you, it is from your hand that we have given to you. This was said by King David, the notes point out, after he collected gold and silver to build the first base of Migdash. He thanked God for giving him and the people the chance to make such a large contribution. He humbly noted that it would have been unreasonable for them to keep the money for themselves since it was heaven that blessed them with their wealth. They were merely returning to God to build God's temple, what he had given them, as Mahasarvichi points out. The mission returns to his teachings about Torah study. Rav Yaakov says if someone is traveling on the road and studying Torah and interrupts his studies and says, how beautiful is this tree, or how beautiful is this plowed row, the Torah considers him as though he were liable but for putting his life in danger. The notes point out, before a field is planted, the soil is turned over with a plow so that the weeds and nettles will be killed. Plowing the ground in straight lines creates rows of overtoned soil. When a person studies Torah, God protects him from harm. When he stops learning, he loses that protection, Rashi points out. Although the Tana cited specific 
cases, like how beautiful is this tree, his teaching applies whenever one interrupts his studies unnecessarily. The Tana gave those particular examples because a person should like the beautiful world that God created. In fact, one who sees beautiful trees or creatures must recite a blessing. Baruchat Hashem, Shekach Halob, Olamo, Blesser Yu Hashem, who has such in his world, as Orachayim points out, and the Mishnah Baruch there. Thus, by picking these examples, the Tana teaches that it is wrong to interrupt one's studies even for this purpose, and certainly for a worthless purpose, as Rob Tiferes Yisrael points out. This explains why the Mishnah says the Torah considers him as though he were liable for putting his life in danger. Not simply he is liable for putting his life in danger. Since he interrupted his learning for a meaningful reason, he is less brainworthy than one who interrupts for a trivial reason. So in general, focus on your learning. Focus on what you're supposed to do. Set aside time every day to learn. Make sure you're focused on your learning and you don't interrupt the learning. And also understand that when you give of yourself and your possessions, you're doing what you're supposed to do. Hashem entrusts you with money, entrusts you with objects. Use them for Torah purposes, for mitzvah purposes, for chesed purposes. You have a gift, use it for a good reason. That's what we try to do here on the podcast, using the love of radio, the love of audio, the love of talking to talk about mitzvahs, Torah, learning, and chesed in our lives. Hopefully, we're able to do so. If we could do that, the whole world would be so much much better in so many different ways. Join us next time as we talk about lear- forgetting some of your learning here on the TTPA. And I'm your host, Tani.